just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning. Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show here with you back for the next 30 minutes to help you with some Louisville real estate decisions, Southern Indiana decisions. See if we can help you. Give us a call anytime on our phone, 376-5483, and we'll get you on board for one of our shows. In the studio, Kevin Dissler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys. You can pick the attorney that you want. All you need to do is say to your mortgage person or lender, Hey, I want to use Kevin and Pitt and Frank attorneys, and they'll do it for you. They right? certainly will. Yeah, they certainly will. Right, Randy Rocky? Yes. Who's with Swan Financial, 645-0736. They do a great job, and they get the loan closed, which is really important in this day and age. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you for being morning, here Bob. this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Let us go right to the shows because, you know, there's always people with problems and questions, and we want to try to help them when it comes to the world of real estate. Good morning, Bob Sekoler. Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio 840 WHAS. Hello. Hey, Bob. It's Jake. Yeah. So I have an issue. My wife was getting her hair dyed inside the home, and some of her hair dye got onto the carpet and left a stain. So I have a question. Can I just throw a rug over it when I list my house, or do oh. I need to replace my carpet? Oh, boy. Yeah, no, no. So, Jake, um, obviously the stain uh, – the the dye isn't going to come out of the carpet. I think we can all agree with that. Anybody who's listening and who's been through this knows this. So the last thing you want to do is cover it to hide it from a potential buyer. Because let me just put it this way. Being upfront and open about any problems with the house, you'll never get into trouble. If you start to hide something, you will. Because imagine someone, they buy the house and they, Get ready to do a walkthrough the day before they close. Your carpet's now gone, covering it, whatever's covering it. And they go, what is this? And now there's a problem that could delay the the, the, the closing. And you've seen this, right, oh, Kevin? Horror stories, yeah. yeah. You sold your house. You get ready to close your house. You do a walkthrough. Uh-oh. So now you're homeless for a week or two until you get that carpet replaced. Yeah. And they're going to find out anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah, here's what I would do. you got a couple of options. One is to replace the carpet now. Another is to put a note near the carpet or above it or below it that the sellers will replace this carpet uh, or give, and this gets a little dicey because you can't really give the buyer money. So replace the carpet with the color of the buyer's choosing at closing, right? That works, Mm -hmm. right? Because we can't. Well, you can sometimes put the contractor name on the check and depends on, how much they have down. But occasionally we do. We are able to do that at the closing table on occasion. Yeah. But Randy will tell you he, they don't like seeing, and it's not just Randy and Swan, it's any mortgage lender. Uh, they don't like seeing money changing hands uh, after the contract or after the closing. Am I right? Oh, we, we won't allow it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it It's a big problem, folks. And, and we don't need to be labored other than you, what you need to know is, uh, the bank is mortgage company is loaning money on the value of the home. And if the buyer is getting back money from the seller, uh, it's not the value that they're being loaned on. And that's that, that is correct. Yep, that's, that's a fraud wrong. issue. Yep. So we've got to be careful about that. There are ways to get around it. The there there are. And and like right. Yeah. Exactly. You can do it legally. Yes. You've got to be upfront with the up lender front. and make sure that's that right. they're fully aware of what you're proposing yeah. and approving. That is correct. Then you can do that. It, it's problematic no matter what. 
we can get into a whole show on this. It'll last yeah. a lot more than a half an hour. We won't go there right now. Let's go back to the photos. Anyway, Jake, bottom line here is replace it, but a note out that it's going to be repl- being replaced or leave it the way it is. And the buyer will make an offer based on knowing they're going to have to replace that carpet. The problem is that in their mind as the buyer, they're thinking the carpet may need to be, let's say it's a thousand dollars to replace it where the, it really may only be 500 bucks. So they're figuring high when it may not be as much money that, that you need to replace. So just know. Back to the phones. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hey, Bob, this is Josh. Yeah. Um, I'm getting ready to buy a home, first time home buyer. And just wondering how much out of pocket expense I need, how much money total, including closing costs and everything else that I'll need. Can you help me out with that? Yeah, well, actually, Brandy Rocky can. So let's talk about this for any first time home buyers who are considering buying a home. And, and by the way, coming up a little later, we'll help sellers with how to write a description of their home, especially if you're going to try selling it on your own. So hang on around for that. Last week we talked about uh, how it's important to buy a home because you can really increase the price or the worth of your family. And so what do they need dollar-wise? Best case scenario is they need the appraisal amount and home inspection, which I'm sure you you do them almost on every home. Yeah, today it's a requirement, I would tell you. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. So that's somewhere around $900 to $1,000 with both of them, the home inspection and the appraisal. And outside of that, you can do a 0% down, which traditionally is is a higher rate to a 1% down product to a 3 to a 5%. So let's so anything above that uh the $1,000, it depends on what what uh how much you want to put down. Now, with that being said, again, you have to have seller contributions, which usually are uh, seller helps pays the closing cost to keep you where you only have to bring that thousand dollars if you do zero zero uh, percent down. So in that scenario, if you buy a hundred fifty thousand dollar house, you want three thousand uh, seller paid contributions to help closing costs and escrow. Okay, so three thousand. Yeah, this, yes, usually it's about two percent as a okay. general rule. Okay, and it varies based on lender. It, it does. It's time. What you want to do is shop and then right. and then call Randy. <laughs> yeah, shop around and then call Randy and then he'll beat it and you'll be happy. Six four five zero seven three six. All right, Josh. Hopefully that helps you. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHS. Good morning. Hey, Bob. It's Nate. Yeah. So I have an issue. My neighbor has a tree that hangs over into my yard, and his leaves are constantly falling into my yard and not his. And so I'm having to constantly clean it up. Do I ask him? to take care of the branches or can i just take care of it myself and come down okay good question for kevin disler nate's got a uh, a neighbor who's got a tree and those the leaves keep coming down a lot of neighbors have this i mean we all have all yeah i mean if you live in an area that's got trees you're going to have the neighbor's tree leaves on your property especially this time of the year actually they pretty much stopped by now but so what would you suggest do you clean them up or ask the neighbor to Clean them up. I, I mean, I've never heard of that before. But I've never. I, yeah. I think you just take care of your own backyard. And yeah. in, in Kentucky cases, I, I'm assuming the tree is the trunk of the tree is actually in the neighbor's yard, where yeah. it's not going yep. overside. Yep. But you know, you technically own your property up, and and like I said, you're a drone pilot. But there's a certain 
um, uh, height above your house that you have ownership to, and these branches are are in your sphere. So, yeah, right. I, yeah. so I, I take it you could cut those, but the only caveat to that is if you do so in a manner that kills or the harms a tree, oh. you could be subject to, uh, I think, a claim from your neighbor. Um, well, oh, that's but, a but actually just yeah. that's a curious question on drones. How far down can you go with those? Uh, go down, meaning as far as the height above the. Uh, well, 400, 400 feet is about the max that we're allowed to fly. But okay. you, if you're in a five-mile radius of the um, of the flight path of a plane, you can't go there so anyway. Over top of my house, how far down can you come? Oh, you mean for, as, oh, me, dro- me yes. flying over your house? your house? Yes. Oh, I wouldn't do that. No, no. Okay. That, that you're asking for trouble. I mean, we had a question uh, a show or two ago about a woman – who uh, was concerned that they, it was a uh, telescope looking in her her window, mm-hmm. right? So don't you think you see your neighbor or somebody's drone over your house looking at your house? You're going to... Yeah, outside your window. Out your window. You, there, you're, that's a problem waiting to happen. Any responsible drone pilot, you never want to do that. Yeah, that was just asking a question. Yeah. I was curious because yeah. I don't really know how far down you can actually fly that above your 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 neighbors yeah I, I that's a good i've question. never even yeah it is a good question i would never even think about it so i've never even thought about doing that but if you would like a drone to fly over your house kevin and we can test the law i will <laughs> we'll put the word out and find it i've got a 20 gauge i wonder how far yeah that's right we'll see and let's face it that is a problem i mean you could get it shot at it could create bigger problems i don't know uh, that i like i say i have ownership up to a certain and i just don't know what that is off the top of my mind that i could i have ownership of that airspace above my house and so again if you whether it's a tree branch or or a drone, which yeah, we're, we're we're establishing drone law now. No, no, <laughs> yeah. but I do remember a TV show that was on ABC with um, a couple. Of, what is it? It's a funny show. It's a comedy, and there was a drone that they were tracking people, and it was actually very funny. I wish I could bring up in my mind what the name of the show. I'm sure everybody's going, "Oh, Bob, it's this name of the show." I, I can't hear you, so I don't know. But yeah, definitely, I would tell you um, that happens when you get past thirty, it, Bob. Yeah, no kidding. I'm well past thirty for a long time. <laughs> Back to the phone. Hopefully that helps you, Nate. I would tell you, maybe it, it, maybe we might think of just talking to your neighbor and saying, can I trim your tree back or bring in somebody, a professional a- Actually trimmer. talking to your neighbor. What a unique, what a unique idea, right? Yeah, no, <laughs> this day and age. But don't go, you don't, you don't want to create a problem where none exists. And for the most of us in our area, I mean, we clean the leaves that come on our property. Oh, let me tell you something. Wait, wait, listen to this. My wife, Sandy, loves the fact that I love gadgets. So now get a load of this. So with all the leaves that come down, we've got a property now that's got a lot of leaves. I mean, we got this, the mother of all trees. This tree has a lot of leaves. So they're coming down. So now I went out. You know how you buy the rakes and all that stuff? And it's just back-breaking work. So I bought this thing, and you can find them at the box stores, uh, the, you know, the Home Depot, Lowe's, even you know, any, most places carry these. They're leaf vacuums. Have you seen these? Mm-hmm. So it's... It's basically it looks like a blower, but instead there's a there's a bag on the end of it. It will blow, but it will also suck the leaves up. And there's an impeller underneath that. When the leaves come into the impeller, it it chews them up, and it creates a lot less bulk than the leaves that are just piling up. So you you I basically what I do is I blow them into one corner, then I go in with the leaf vacuum and I vacuum them all up. And then I open the bag and dump it into a, a recyclable uh, uh, container. And it's also good for mulch. So 
this may be the answer for you, Nate. Instead of worrying about it, it and it's only like 80 bucks for Or you that. could blow them into your neighbor's yard. You could be, blow them. You don't want to do that. <laughs> creating more problems. But, Nate, this, this could be the answer. And you can get them. And you get them on Amazon. I mean, there's a variety of places that yeah. occur. And I'm trying to think of it's, what the name of this brand name company that sells it. So it's a leaf vacuum is what you're looking for. Back to the file. <laughs> that helps. It, it helped me. Good morning, Bob Sikulter, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHS. Good morning. Uh, hi, Bob. This is Matt. Yeah. Um, I filed for bankruptcy about three years ago, and um, my credit score is about 600 now, and I wanted to find out, can I buy a home, and how do I go about it? Okay, Matt, so let's let's talk with Randy about, let's start with credit scores, and then we'll get into the bankruptcy side of it. What does the buyer need this day and age for credit scores? Uh, uh, we're very unique in that uh, arena, Bob. Uh, we can go down really to a 550 with 10% down. Oh, really? And three and a half percent down, we can go to five eighty. So he he fits the parameters on uh, that part, and he he is far enough out of bankruptcy for us to work with him. Uh, this one thing is happening; it's kind of strange here lately. Is uh, foreclosures are happening, and they're in the bankruptcy, and they're not showing up on the credit report. So we'd have to get a a bankruptcy schedule just to make sure that that didn't happen, or if the foreclosure happened, when did the deed uh, uh, transfer? So. Uh, but it, uh, yeah, yes, we can, uh, we, we help a lot of people in that scenario. Okay. They just came out of bankruptcy three years ago. So he, bankruptcy, not such a big deal at this point, three years old. What's the no. minimum years that he, you need to be out of bankruptcy and discharge, uh, right? That's good, the key word. Right. Discharge. discharge. Yeah. Uh, two years. Two we years. Can, yes. Okay. Two years. And then you can get into the 500s if with a large enough down. Yes. Payment. All right. That's good to know. All right. Matt, hopefully that helps you, and we will uh, we'll continue to track that because that's an important part for any movement, anybody thinking about buying a home. When we come back, we'll take a break. If you're thinking of selling your home yourself as a for sale by owner, we want to help you with the descriptions of writing your home to make it more powerful and attractive to buyers. This is also good for any agent who's listening. We'll give you some tips on how to increase the value of the description. In the studios, Kevin Dissler, Pitt & Frank Attorneys, 895-9900. Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. And you can reach me anytime, day or night, Pops the Color, to sell your home or to get a new one, 376-5483. Back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. Did you know that federal law gives the buyer in a real estate transaction the right to choose who conducts the closing on their home purchase or refinance? Tell your realtor and loan officer to select Louisville's Choice in Real Estate Closings, Pitt and Frank, LLC. Serving homeowners for over 25 years, we are a trusted source in the real estate business where licensed attorneys close your transaction. Rely on the best, rely on us at Pitt and Frank, LLC. 895-9900. That's 895-9900. Need a home loan or refinancing? You need to talk to Randy Rocky at Swan Financial. Why have they become so popular? Because of our programs, our service, and our competitive rates. And now listen to this new program from Swan Financial. Yes, we have a 1% down program that also you will get 2% grant money from the investor. Call Randy Rocky today at 866-766-1920. Swan Financial, NMLS 2473 and 26362. Equal housing opportunity. Call 
Call for additional cost information. Other restrictions may apply. In the real estate market, sellers and buyers have great expectations. And as a real estate agent, you take pride in fulfilling them. But some things are beyond your control. So what can you do? Choose Home Warranty of America's 13-month plans. HWA plans cover the home buyer against any breakdowns or repairs, keeping you and your clients safe from any covered claims. We offer comprehensive plans with competitive pricing, and our dedicated team will work with you every step of the way. To learn more, contact HWA today. When homes are selling fast, who can ensure you'll get the most money for yours? I'm Barbara Corcoran, and I've managed agents who have sold homes for thousands of dollars over list price. The key is to hire the agent with a smart, aggressive marketing plan. In Louisville, no agent sells more homes than Bob Sokola. His marketing attracts over 1,000 buyers month after month and allows him to put an immediate cash offer on your home and offer flexible fees. Go to WeSellLouisville.com and get top dollar for your home. News Radio 840 WHAS. Uh, this is the Kohler Medley team, Bob Sekohler. We are at REMAX Properties. He's love to help you. Thank you, Barbara Corcoran. We are pretty aggressive, and that's why we sell as many homes as we we sell. We probably sell about 350, 375 this year. So we just don't have enough inventory. We'd sell more. I mean, we've got 20 buyers agents who are looking for homes uh, for, our, for our buyers, and we just can't find them. So if you want to sell, please Give me a call. And incidentally, we got a call this week um, from another client who said, listen, I only have a $75,000 home, so you may not be interested in in uh, selling it. I said, no, no, we we represent buyers and sellers in all price ranges. And I personally feel that it's just as important to represent a seller or a buyer who's looking in the fifty dollars or $75,000 price range as a million plus because everyone's really is entitled to the best representation. So just know, uh, it doesn't matter what the price point, 376-5483. Now, if you're thinking of selling your home, by the way, in the studio, Kevin Disser from Pitt & Frank Attorneys at 895-9900, Randy Rocky, Swan Financial, 645-0736. Now, if you're thinking of selling your home and you do want to do it yourself, and also for agents who are thinking, I need to spice up the descriptions because really, Powerful descriptions do help to sell homes. I have a philosophy that much like a headline on a newspaper or a magazine, I believe the first line in any description needs to be the headline, which includes the, the great parts of the home that's listed. But it's up to you how you want to do it. But builders, homeowners, thinking of selling your home yourself, and there are a lot of builders who want to do it themselves, here's some help to help make your descriptions more powerful to attract buyers. Replace the word unit if it's a condo, with condo or townhome. No one says, I want to purchase a unit. The word unit doesn't give a warm and fuzzy feeling. So use condo or townhome. Warm up the phrase new development with new neighborhood or community. Would you rather live in a development or in a community? Community, right? Neighborhood should never have restrictive covenants as the verbiage in the listing. Instead, refer to the community agreement or protective covenants. It's just a twist. The commonly used word upgrades is cold, and it's matter of fact. Try swapping it for updated or custom features, right? Avoid using can't in a description, like you can't miss this. Replace can't with won't. You won't want to miss this. Can't is forbidding the reader, whereas won't places the action with the reader. Another similar phrase to avoid is have to. 
So swap that for want to. Once again, you've gone from controlling their action to allowing the buyer to control their own actions. You'll want to do this. Try to avoid acronyms and confusing terms whenever possible. Although many buyers understand what an HOA is or POA, uh, it really doesn't necessarily flow in your mind. So avoid using confusing words or acronyms. It can be a turnoff for some potential customers. And then charge up your listing description. Guys, I think you'll appreciate this. Ladies, I think you will as well. Use words that are emotional and thought-provoking and that spice up the listing. So use words like amazing, blissful, breathtaking, delightful, jaw-dropping, jubilant, magical, mind-blowing, protected, secure, sensational, spectacular, stage uh, staggering, uh, surprising, wonderful, wondrous. Using parable, powerful words to stir up emotion is one of the best ways to provoke prospects to take action. But it's also vital that those powerful words are used appropriately, so you don't want to use them in a manner that creates false advertising impressions. Hopefully that helps you as uh, potential sellers, and this is what we do every day. So if you want more information about that, more than happy to share with you. 376-5483 is my number. Back to the phones we go. Good morning, Bob Sekolar, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hey, Bob, this is Mike. Yeah. Uh, my wife and I are thinking about buying our first home, and we're wondering, are there any first-time home buyer programs or grants or anything like that to help us get across the finish line? That's a great question, Mike, because there are a lot of different things that pop up occasionally, and some more often than not, right, Randy? Yes, and one of them is a tax credit. Uh, it's according to what your income or income limitations, but uh, that's that can you can really take advantage of, and it's a, about an additional $36,000 over the life of the loan you put right in your pocket, being a first-time home buyer or you have not bought a house in three years. And there are, all, there are a lot of other options. Uh, again, I would suggest you call a loan officer. There's a lot of things. It just take too long to go into. Yeah, to detail on a radio show, but certainly. And then Randy's number, just so you know, in case we've piqued your curiosity, is 6450736. Back to the phones in a moment. Just FYI, uh, if you're thinking about selling your home, we have a free no-obligation booklet that has hundreds of useful tips. Want a copy? No problem. Simply send us an email, bob at com. Put selling tips in the subject line again. Free, no obligation. Bob at com and selling tips in the subject line. Back to the phones. Now we go. Good morning, Bob Sekulder, Louisville Real Estate Show, News Radio 840 WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Tracy. Yeah. I've been working with my agent, and I'm wanting to see homes in the best school district that there is, and my agent is telling me she can't show them to me. Why is that? Yeah, so steering once again, redlining. This is this could be a problem. Again, we talked about this in past shows. We always believe that they're, we're being watched. This is the easiest way not to get in trouble. So if you call an agent, they say, listen, I want the best schools. Uh, I send my kids to the best schools. There's a concern that you'll say, okay, you're going to go to this county over that county, or you're going to go to this school over that school, and that you could be misinterpreted and it could be considered redlining or steering. Kevin, you're looking like you're familiar with what I'm talking about. Well, to a, to a certain extent, you you always have to be cautious, but you know, I was just sitting when, when she's talking about she's, she her concern is for you to show her the best schools. And that doesn't necessarily mean that the best schools will always be in the best areas. So it's 
the yeah, causation it could be, there. It could be con- um, contradicting what either one of the concerns. Yeah, and yeah. there can be some great schools. In fact, there are some great schools in areas of town that, you know, perhaps may be a concern on the redlining. So, you know, I think her frustration was I have children. Uh, part of where I'm interested in buying a property depends upon the schools in that area. And I do know the one thing, and we've, we've talked quite a bit about Zillow, they actually have the schools – when you go to a particular area, they have the high school, middle school, and the elementary, and there's a rating system on that. And I'm not sure exactly where they pull that data from. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the information is there, so to to assume that your clients don't already have some interest in that. For instance, in St. Matthews, where I live, there mm-hmm. there's a notation for the strength of the high school, the middle school, and the elementary schools. <coughs> there, so so yeah. that information is there, and they're... I, uh, if you go online and do searches for best Louisville schools, best Louisville elementary schools, there are websites that rank these schools. Are you allowed to give them that information if it, if it comes from off online? I'm yeah, but I would rather just – I'd rather be the conduit and not the source. I got you. So I would rather say to a client, listen, do a search for best Louisville elementary school, and then it will bring up the information that they'll be looking for. That way I'm – you never want to be the source of information. You always want to be the conduit and, or a, tell people where they can get access to it. We're living in a very high-tech society, it's, and Google is very easy to access. Even on your phone, you can go through well, it. When best is the term, too, you may have a child that's interested in a music program. They may be interested in you know, some a medical field sure. or flight. So when you talk about best and perhaps steering, well, you have to explore, but when she means best, what her children mean? and yeah, yeah. to her, yeah, you're right. Let's go. We have time for one more call. Good morning, Bob Sekoler, Louisville Real Estate Show News Radio eight forty WHAS. Good morning. Hi, Bob. This is Jeff. Yeah, I was calling. Um, I'm trying to buy a home, and I was asking my friends and my family about what I needed to do in order to prepare myself to buy a home. And one of my friends told me that I needed a twenty percent down payment in order to buy a home. Um, is this true? What, what do I need to know when trying when buying a home? Well, if if it's a second home, a vacation home, twenty percent not so unusual. Or if it's a rental home that you've got a you're trying to leverage, yeah, twenty percent. But Randy, twenty percent not needed at all. Right? Uh, no, you can again. You can do as little as zero down. Uh, it, it depends on the scenario, and it's really funny because uh, in the millennials, fifty-two uh, percent of the millennials think you have to have more than ten percent down. Why is that? Is it just because they're not educated? They're not. I, they I think so. Yeah. Um, I think that's the reason why. So it, you know, I, again, I would really reach out. There, there are all kinds of options now, and there, there are tax credits, first-time home buyers. It's a great time to buy a home because well, yeah, they do want you to have that. On bank. behalf of millennials, too, they came through the 2008 period where, where for a few years thereafter, 2008, it was a rather tough mortgage market. And it did to, to have 20 percent down enabled you to buy a house where now it's really gotten a lot it's, more relaxed it than it used to be. Uh, well, an FHA was always still at three and a half. But but I, you're, you're right, yeah. though. It was still tough. I, I don't yeah. disagree with that. People but, tend to forget how bad it uh, yes. was in the industry. <laughs> Yeah, but let me let me just point this out, folks. That we did this, we had this story on a couple of weeks ago. That uh, people who own homes, their net worth is forty four times greater than mm-hmm. renters. Right. Because you're throwing money out when you're renting, and someone else is getting rich off of you. Why not get a first time home if you can get with a lower down payment, and as you point out, Randy, with with a, even a, a lower credit score, 
get into a home, you can build value equity. You get the first time a variety of programs out there and you start building wealth for you and your family. It's a no brainer. It really is. It really is. And the millennial, go ahead. Well, I was saying we're starting to see first and second mortgages come back, which was very prevalent. Oh yeah. 2004. So so down payment's not so. No, I mean, if you've got pretty good credit and really good income that now you can get into a house a little bit higher up, which that market's a little bit easier to get into now. That's a great Uh, one. And and they're starting to come back when you do 80 tens. Uh, actually, eighty fifteen, up up to uh, up to four hundred and twenty five thousand. If you have if you have good credit, yes, that's that's a great point, Kevin. Yeah. You could not do that even three years ago. All right. Well, yeah. the pendulum keeps swinging back and forth, guys. We're out of time. My thanks to Randy Rocky, Swan Financial six four five zero seven three six. Thank you, buddy. Thank also, you, Kevin Disla, Pitt and Frank Attorneys eight nine five. Nine nine zero zero. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for having me once again, Bob. You bet your brother anytime, and you can reach me anytime, day or night, 24 hours a day, on my cell phone at 376-5483, or email me, bob at com. We're here for you day and night. Hope to see you next week, Sunday, right here on News Radio 840 WHAS. <laughs>